Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean Like wait and it's just like, it's fine, just talk Merry We're Christmas good. everybody It's up, uh, boys? It's Die Hard Day it is oh, shit. I guess <laughs> it's that it's that time of year, the fourth annual. I can't believe we've come this far, boys. <laughs> is there a fifth one? Is there a fifth one? There is. Yeah, there is a fifth. Oh, man. is that the last one though? I but there think is a so. sixth in development, I believe. Hmm. I will be surprised. If I haven't it ever seen comes the... to light after Good Day to Die Hard did what it did. So poorly. Yeah. Oh man, did they murderize John McClane? Uh, not so much that they introduced another needless family member, and now it's just like a big old cluttered workings of McClanes that you yeah, just don't care about, and throw the franchise in the trash <laughs> and start again. I hope it goes along the lines of like uh, the new Fast and Furious, where he just yes. randomly has a fucking brother. It's exactly like that, except for a son. Oh my god, is his is his brother? Wait, it's. Wait, what? Except well, John McClane has a son in the fifth one out of the Oh, order. okay. Yeah, they talked about uh, a daughter. Yeah, he mentioned it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I missed it. Good Jack call. and Lucy, right? <laughs> Jack? That's right. Yeah, I think Jack. It so thankfully, Jack. it's not completely out of nowhere. <clears throat> That's Only fair. a little yeah. bit out of nowhere. <laughs> it was, there was deep world building in Live for Your Die Hard. Yeah, I, I missed set it, it up. <laughs> Does he have a full set of hair, or is he like... It's Jack Courtney, so... Only... Eh? Yeah. It's like that kind okay. of oh, buzz. The sun. Kind of, yes. I thought you meant, yeah. does Bruce Willis have a full head of hair? And I was going to say only in Looper when he's played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> that movie <laughs> was, was... the only time. No, wait. No, he, he had that fucking wig in... Uh, what was that shitty movie where he was a robot or an android? I know what you're talking about. Uh, and Rosamund Pike was that? in it, too. Um, yeah, that movie was not good... Oh, I can. It's ah, one the only word, description you have of the movie. It's just. It's a one word well, title. And Bruce, Bruce Willis had a toupee, and he was a robot the whole time. It's like surprise. Hmm. I don't even remember surrogates. This, surrogates. That's it. I was like, it's something, and I did it without going to IMDb. In like inside yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a very. Funny. I hold. <laughs> Scratch that. I hold you guys inside me. I just want you to know that. I've All been wanting to. I've been trying to get out. <laughs> it's very. Speaking of dark, it's very dark in here. <laughs> I'm like a. I'm the Tauntaun in Star Wars. I cut myself open to keep you guys warm. That's man. Downright I wouldn't neighborly. Do that with an, <laughs> I wouldn't do that with an animal, yet alone you. That's disgusting. <laughs> Got to in the cold winters of Hoth, man. Nah, I'm gone. You think they smell bad on the outside? <laughs> Woo. Stinky on the inside. Do any, <laughs> do any of you guys idea. watch those movies? What's that? Uh, I said, I hear t-shirt idea. Kyle as a tauntaun mm. with you inside of it. Experience crime. Done. <laughs> that is I, all you need. Money. Money. I don't think I could live with myself knowing that somebody owned artwork <laughs> of me inside of Kyle. <laughs> well, it would be somebody. I, I can't live without knowledge. That was my tauntaun impression. I thought it was pretty good. What was it? 
Cats. You know, I haven't it's, seen the movie in a very long time, so it might actually be pretty close. <laughs> it sounds pretty unimpressive, but it's actually, I think, really close to the Tauntaun, <laughs> which is a very unimpressive sound to begin with. That's why it's easy to do. You're welcome. I can't do Chewbacca. That's Those are like the good... levels of sounds in Star Wars, like the Tauntaun <laughs> and then Chewbacca. Yeah. This is a really, uh, this is a really good Die Hard episode, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know who also had hair? Who? Who? John McClane in the first movie. See, I just yeah. you see, I I did the most shitty bring it full circle thing in the entire world. That was awful. <laughs> but then three movies later, we're at the movie that we're talking about today. <laughs> he had hair in three as well, didn't Who'd he? Who'd have thought? In th- did he in three? He just kept getting thinner. Believe so. And then okay. at this point, it's just all gone. Like any trace of him trying. <laughs> yeah. At this point in this movie, he's got a daughter like three years younger than his first kid. Actually, how old was he in the first movie? You think in his 30s, mid 30s? Sure. Or is it like probably? The, or is that like the late 20s for like 80? It, like anybody in the 80s when they're 20, they look 50. <laughs> Like, what the hell is going on with that? Huh. It was hard life living in the 80s, man. There was a lot more. Well, there's probably the same amount of pollution, I guess. His, Maybe we all Bruno years shit. We just took a toll. He was actually yeah. 17. It's just the events aged him into his 40s. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Every time he, he has, was... takes his shoes off on a plane, he ages five years. <laughs> <laughs> he was the same age as Tom Holland is now. No. How old is he? No, he wasn't. I was. Oh, I was I, Bruce Willis or Tom Holland? Tom Holland is <laughs> the same age as Tom Holland is right now. Yes, that is a fact. Take <laughs> that to the bank. Updating his Wikipedia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Boys, this, this movie isn't what I expected it to be. It was not. Mm-mm. It was also very, very patriotic. I don't know. We we should have saved this for the Fourth of July. This we're, is quite possibly. Really... We could have had I also the best wish Fourth that of every diehard was tied to a different holiday now. Loosely tied, so we could have a debate about it. Right, but <laughs> I wish it was. That would be a lot more interesting at this point, just to see him cover all of them. How would like the Easter one? Would it be coming out of like mass? Are... And there's somebody trying to like kidnap the priest of. New York. We could have eco terrorism mm. on Earth Day. Right? Oh. This writes itself. Come on. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> a little on the nose. And honestly, who isn't trying to get the leprechaun's gold and get all the money on St. Patty's Day? <laughs> it's the Irish mob is like involved on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Die hard. Trying to get gold bricks. Dropkick Murphy's do a song for the soundtrack. <laughs> Mandatory. Obviously. I have to. Seems right it's now. in their contract. St. Patty's Day, we're here. If your movie's got Irish people in it, we're in the soundtrack, or we sue. Yeah, probably. Do you think they'll be in the new uh, Boondock Saints soundtrack? Because there's mean, a new one of those coming there's out There's a good chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything's, getting a re- everything's getting a remake. Uh, did we a, did we actually introduce like the listeners to who's talking with us? <laughs> no, I, I never have. I haven't uh, yet. Oh, okay. If, if, I was just ooh. wondering. Sorry, I had a power flicker. That was weird. I am. I've had like three of those too. What's going on? And I feel like I've seen one <clears throat> on Ryan's end. 
Are we haunted by a ghost? I hope so. Speaking of, (laughs) it's our good buddy Ryan is joining us. Hi, buddy. Hi. How are you guys doing? It's doing all right. Sexy. It's been a while. I am happy to uh, be here to talk about the fourth of the Holy Die Hard trilogy (laughs) that keeps going (laughs) for some reason. The fourth of the Die Hard trilogy. I like how you phrased that. <laughs> like, remind me, why did you guys start doing Die Hards, like, around Christmas? Because we debated like, the first one as a Christmas movie. Yeah, so it and, just uh, automatically became tradition? That's what I do. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just curious, like, if there was more to it. Or yeah, just no. like, well, looks no. like we're doing these every year. I had fun with it. It was a good excuse to bring Michael back. I like talking with Michael. Speaking of, hi, Michael. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me on. Our other guest. Very happy to be back. Uh, Well, we'll see how how this movie goes, if everybody's happy to be back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Is that that foreboding? I don't know. Am I throwing you off the scent, or am I dropping early hints? Only time will tell. Gosh, I do have a frog in the throat. Good song. Good song. What have you guys been up to? Ryan, I know you, you're you doing like a, a new movie review thing. And uh, Michael, I know you stream a bunch. What have you guys been doing? Ryan, how's the movie thing been going with you? All right, well, uh, it's been going well. <clears throat> For anybody who doesn't know, I'm running Film FTW right now. And it's just my little personal movie vlog where I talk about movies that I see and now TV shows when I get the time and that's really all it is. I hope at some point to bring in other people who are passionate about movies to write as well. And that's just what it's going to be. Just a little passionate community of people who love movies, talking about movies. And that's it. Uh, right now, uh, it's been up for maybe five months going strong. And we're right about 5,000 reads, which is really nice. Um, I'm kind of surprised that we've had any reads at all because I am super pedantic uh and uh that's just incredible um so yeah if you want to check that out and you have the patience to read my really really long writing um please check it out at film fdw dude you like the stuff you put out is so amazing every time you put something out i've got to click on it i love your format (laughs) like you're a genius when it comes to formatting out these articles it gave me so much nostalgia to like going back and this is i think a weird comparison but going back to like video game magazines from like the 90s yeah you know (laughs) and it and it would have like the release year the developer all of that shit and then like this long ass blurb about it and like when i'm reading this i'm like man i'm getting such awesome flashbacks to that thank you that's such, <laughs> a, such great a hook comment. that's that's perfect that's exactly what i was going for because i have the same nostalgia for that stuff i loved those back in the day great I, and yeah. Uh, yeah you've been doing like the rapid reviews a lot lately they're nice yeah. like the short little capsules it's you know i love that well, thank brilliant. you yeah thank you thank you i appreciate it greatly concise and condensed is uh, Ryan's ballpark. Yeah, it's not easy. I love. It. <laughs> used to do. I always love those rapid reviews. You used to do back in the day too. You would like fit it all within one little title card, mm. and it was. Uh, mm-hmm. You had your star ranking. It was. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a good stuff, man. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah. So that's uh uh-huh. I might have to revisit that. The just like one two sentence and do like a compilation of those or something. But yeah. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that greatly. 
Now, um, too much attention on me, and it makes me uncomfortable. So, uh, Michael, <laughs> let's talk about your streaming. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been uh, streaming. I've been well. The work schedule's been kind of crazy and messing with my stream schedule, but I've been trying to stream a lot more on Twitch.tv slash I'm Kunu, if you want to drop a follow. I did finally cross the 100 follower threshold, so that's good. Woohoo! Uh, that's awesome. Really, I've just been streaming Mario Maker lately, because that gets a lot of viewers. People love to see their levels get played. Um, I want to get back into speedrunning Crash Bandicoot 4, because... Mm-hmm. Is that the new one? Yeah, the, the one. it came out like a year or two ago. Um, I have it on, I do a PS5 version. It's not the most optimal, but it's the one I have, so I just do it. Um, there are a lot of cool What is st- the most optimal one? The, the computer one? The, yeah, PC, because there's, there's one or two skips that require, well, it doesn't require it, but it's easy. You need to, like, drop your frame rate to, like, 30 frames per second. And on the PS5 version that I have, which is actually the PS4 on the PS5, it's like mm-hmm. locked at 60 FPS, so you can't drop it. So like I can't do these specific tricks that, but you know, if I get antsy enough at it, maybe I'll just buy another version like for PC or something and just do it then. But yeah, I'm trying to get back into speedrunning that. It's uh, it's a lot of fun and it takes like an hour and a half, so it's nice to if you want to do a short stream, try and do that. So yeah, that's really what I've been up to. That's awesome, man. Speedrunning so dope. Like I'll go to like I'll just lay down in bed, toss on like somebody just ran a you know some game. Like I was watching a Bug Snacks speedrun the other day for fuck knows <laughs> what reason. Like it just popped up. And I'm like, yeah, that looks fine. And like, what's, the, it's just what's like, the record or what was the time on the run? Bug Snacks record for I think Bugsnax? is like eleven minutes it, because you can immediately oh. like skip to the end. <laughs> Basically skip entirely to the end of the game. But if you do a like 100% run of all of the bug snacks, it's like it's like an hour and 20 minutes, which it's just nuts when you see them just rapid fire tossing shit out, tossing a thing in the air and catching. It's like, what are you doing? But dude, that's so dope. I've got to set an alert for when you go live. And I recommend everybody listening do that as well. Twitch.tv slash I'm Kunu. That would be very uh, He fucking killed it at the stream. Um, dude, you're killing it with Mario Maker. That was insane. <laughs> so, I was watching him like, shit. He's like one of those dudes I've seen on YouTube, but like he's in real life. And rock band. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really yeah. impressed me with the guitar. <laughs> Thank you. I played way too much of that dating back to high school. But um, mm-hmm. they're just so there's fun. And like you can just play with your friends for hours like and then you just get hooked. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are great, especially because they become like a karaoke also. And that's just that brings the joy out of everybody. Absolutely, dude. I love when what was it? It was like 2006, 2007 when Rock Band came out and really introduced like the microphone system. It really pulled like literally everything together. Like you remember when that came out and like nobody, like none of my friends wanted to sing. Everybody just wanted to play the drums. Everybody sucked at drums. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was just a bunch of clanging. And now people are like, "Fuck yeah, give me that microphone." That's I love true. it. True. I, I, I it. never see anybody go towards drums anymore. Yeah. I will happily volunteer as the drummer. (laughs) Yeah, you're fucking killing that too. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Gaming savant. The uh, (laughs) rhythm. Sean, you mentioned 
earlier like 90s video game magazines i i want to know like what was your guys's favorite 90s era esque video game magazine what'd you read when you were taking a, a dumper <laughs> exclusively I... <laughs> exclusively on a dumper <laughs> that's where i read a lot of them yeah i was gonna say so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I read a lot of them. Everybody had like, it, it was either like a magazine or like a Reader's Digest or like one of them 1,000 jokey dad joke books on the back of the toilet. And that was the greatest thing. Sometimes Before that was... smartphones, man. That's what we had. Yeah. That was one of the most fun things about going into somebody new's bathroom. It's like, what do you get? <laughs> what you pooping? What's your pooping yeah. material here, bro? I gotta judge you. You can tell a lot about a person's wealth by what's in their bathroom and how many pillows they have. Those are the two. Those are the two yeah. indicators. Oh my if god! They're a real asshole. They leave a shampoo bottle for you to read. Yeah, I've been yeah, in those that... rough situations too. You know what I'm saying? We've Dude, all been there, fellas. You get you get so bored. You hope your mom accidentally buys a like a new bottle of shampoo and it has like the Spanish translation on it. Because then you're, like, getting educated while, like, trying to read. And you're like, oh, limpiasa wash. Got it. Uh, <laughs> but, but for me, I grew up with uh, Nintendo Power. Uh, my grandmother okay. left me, like, the first 50 epi- uh, episodes. Wow. Issues of that. Uh, the OG. So, man, I would just read those nonstop. But in terms of ones that I started getting when I was old enough regularly, probably, like, Game Fit. Um not game facts. Game facts. You would that's print a, them out. That's a fucking website. <laughs> I would print like... out. I would print out game facts, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> Man, well, why I'm, can't I'm... I remember what it is now? It's the one that had the ranking system with the faces. The game, game Pro. Game, game Pro. Pro. Yeah, yeah, dude. I fucking loved Game Pro. I feel that was like the most popular. Oh, for man. a long time. Man, I I. Oh. Okay, what about you guys? <laughs> now that I picked the most obvious one. <laughs> no. So I, I liked Game and or I liked Game Pro. Oh, I Game Informer was cool too. Uh, that's the one I got now because it's tied to GameStop. But as a kid, man, I was an EGM kid. That's what I had. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I got gaming monthly. I yeah. got in it. Like, for some reason, there was, like, a magazine thing going around my elementary school, and that was one of them, and I got in, like, on issue, like, 16, and then for, like, ever, that would be the gift that my aunt would get me for, like, either my birthday or Christmas every year. She would just renew my subscription to that for me, so that was awesome. I had had EGM until it went out of business. I had every fucking issue. Wow. I loved EGM. That's awesome. That was my shit. So, yeah, that's the one I grew up with. I never had a subscription. I I was always that kid. Like when my parents went grocery shopping, you I just was like, buy All right. one. No, like I would never get to buy one. I would have you just to like, read it. I, yeah, I would sit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would sit in like the section that just had all the magazines while they shopped. While they shopped and just read the the <laughs> video game magazines. <laughs> I remember to, doing that shit too. Go to Barnes and Noble and just chill in the magazine section, catch up. I remember you always read, got bummed. The read, one that you wanted was always in a plastic bag. That's how they got like, you. Damn. I would always read the Mad magazines. I remember nice. doing that a lot. Mad and cracked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cracked is still a website I go to literally daily. Really? It's still going? Yeah. The crack.com. Oh, yeah. They're like a whole uh, media thing now. That. Yeah. Right? I used to go back in the day. They had some good lists. Yeah, their lists were the shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do the and, do they still have Sean Baby? Does Sean Baby still right for Craig? Maybe. I don't I know. So. He was a couple either. of years ago, but um, I don't. He really wrote for EGM too. Names anymore. That's crazy. I just remembered that. Didn't he? Right. Oh wow! Yeah, that's like when you said Sean Baby, I was thinking of him in EGM, not in not in Cracked. That's funny. Weird how the mind. Ryan, works. What about it? What about you, buddy? What did you grow up reading? Uh, a mixture of probably up until a certain age, it was Nintendo Power. Um, and all of the player guides that came with them were the player's choice manuals and whatnot. Loved all of that. And I did the annual subscriptions up until maybe the N64 era. And then after the N64, I jumped to EGM and EGM was my magazine. I remember. What up, bro? Oh, man. They were. And I'll tell you what. I don't even care if it was like 40% ads, but like they had big fat fucking magazines. Like a lot of the times, like I remember their GameCube and Xbox issue being like 300 fucking pages just like filled. And it was such a treat getting that. And you're like, Oh, I'm reading this for like three months. This is great. I, I love DGM. I have so many fond memories of so many of them. Hell yeah, Mm -hmm. man. That's awesome. I'm right there with you. I loved them. Michael, what about you? Were you was were game magazines? Was that a thing? Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was a maybe like a little al- bit past. I was that. like almost yeah. past that. But I remember when the GameCube first came out, my buddy actually had a subscription to Nintendo Power, and it had uh, the like cover story. It was it said it's here, and it had Luigi from Luigi's Mansion like doing the screaming face, and I was like, <laughs> I have to get this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's I, I was so I was a Nintendo Power guy pretty much solely because of that. And then That's awesome. I, I didn't really have anything else growing up. So I kind of just stuck to that. Makes sense. What about uh the other guys? Do you remember Tips and Tricks? Were you familiar yeah, with that one? Yeah. Yeah, man. Did not get yeah, it that, as that often. That was a cool magazine too. Yeah, I would only get it like for a specific game like if they covered it. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I want that." One. And then it would also have like a thousand other games yeah. in them because they were just like printed in that cheap black and white paper. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> that magazine was the, dope. I had the Resident Evil 2, I want to say, the Resident Evil 2 Tips and uh, tips and Tricks Strategy Guide. So it like only, it was only like seven pages long, like in, in dead center in the center of that book and like shitty articles in front of it and then codes like behind it. Like uh, 14 like, pages of codes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tips and tricks was the shit. I fucking love that, man. Like anything like that. I love the game genie as a kid. I like I don't think as many people like the people that I talk to. I don't think 90% of them appreciated that fucking thing as much as I did. Like I had like seven, eight, nine games like to play when I went to a buddy's house. So we're like, all right, well get the game genie. Let's make this game brand new. (laughs) I think the, uh, the coolest thing about the game genie is that it, uh, you know, it let you hack the Nintendo system. (sighs) Yeah. Much like Justin Long in Live free or die hard. Oh, Whoa, right. That was good. Hey, let's open on this with Justin Long as uh, quite the hacker. I love, love, love 
a movie based in technology before the era of smartphones. <laughs> it had everything you want. It had well, right. it, it had keyboards clacking the entire time. Oh, that's man, all you need. Hacking that fucking FBI, bro. <laughs> Clickety clackety. We're inside. Oh, it was great. They did everything via like uh, T-Mobile sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs> they flipped them open and plugged them in. Oh man. So good. That was such a product of its time. Between that and like the Nokia like 8300 that he was carrying around. Like if I didn't just watch John Wick where everybody has that phone that just slides up even though it's 2018. Well, it's the assassin Because I just watched. Exactly. Because I just watched that, this didn't feel that weird. But I was like, man, when did this movie come out? 2006? I guess it was like right before the iPhone, I think, right? Yeah. iPhone was like 2008, 2009, which is so weird to think about. It is very weird to think about. I mean, it's such a. And I was selling cell phones at that time. And I'll say it was incredibly hard for anybody to get. Oh. That's yeah, a, neither here nor there. But on my T-Mobile sidekick, I could hack the satcoms and track them in real time <laughs> on my crisp yeah. 480 screen, 480p <laughs> screen. <laughs> this is... Dude. <laughs> the, 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 that... the biggest, like, oh, sorry. The biggest, like, cliche thing I've seen in, like, any of these tech-based movies, I always like to watch the screen and like see all the dumb windows that pop up and like right off yeah. the bat when they're like trying to get the hackers to send them all the code and then blow them up like it's just a big window that says virus uploading <laughs> so you know <laughs> that it's going there it's like oh no these are the bad guys <laughs> uh-huh. oh, there's so many of the like when he and uh spoiler awesomely Kevin Smith are just throwing out computer jargon <laughs> and Bruce Willis is like, Hey, shut up, smart guys. It was the most you thing ever. <laughs> Me? Yeah, dude. Awesome. I'm glad I give off Bruce Willis vibes. I love my life a Jesus. whole lot more now. <laughs> oh my God. But I, I appreciate that. Like, Man, when they made this movie and that they were using that sidekick, that shit was probably like the coolest thing that you could get back then. Because you know how many palm pilots I fucking counted in this movie? <laughs> When's the last time you fucking thought about a palm pilot? But that shit was the dopest stuff ever in like 2006. I remember the palm pilot from uh, what? There was a show on MTV. I think it was called Real Sex. Yeah, yeah real sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I never saw that. it, but I I remember it. It was like like two or three little vignettes of like mm-hmm. real people. Like it was all actors, but I remember one was like these two modern tech people trying to schedule the next time they were gonna bang, <laughs> and she had a planner, and he had a Palm Pilot, and ah, uh, oh, goddamn, I don't know why I remember that. I think uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> the the one Palm Pilot cameo I can remember. It, the Disney like original movie Max Keebler's Big Move. Oh yeah. And like uh like one of the bully kids like takes or no, he has like a palm pilot and then like someone snipes it from him and he's like, I want my hand held and the kid was like, Oh, you want me to hold your hand? It's like, Oh, <laughs> we fucking got him. <laughs> Damn oh. man. I I don't remember that, but now I want to watch Max Keebler's Big Move again. <laughs> 
I want to watch all the Disney original movies. <laughs> That's a, I like, promise you. you don't there's want. only like two that you can watch. <laughs> there's a, what was the luck of the Irish? Remember that one when the kid was a leprechaun and he was really good at basketball? It's like Teen Wolf, but for a leprechaun. Oh, yeah, I do vaguely remember this now. Like a cross it, between Team Wolf oof. and Like Mike. <laughs> it is very much, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good one, though. He gets do pointy you, ears. His mom is a leprechaun, of course. Do you oh. think it's sensitive and holds up today? <laughs> no, it wasn't then. It was... <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me it's more of a soul man. Prime! I mean, in the fact, like, uh, I guess if you can make making fun of the irish offensive i might be <laughs> might <could> be, be. <laughs> yeah i mean all stereotypes are bad right uh i mean i'm not the definitive judge but i would say yeah <laughs> except for uh i think the front end tweeter is a pretty sweet stereotype get it wait what stereo I'm it's a type sure of stereo god i'm sorry oh. i was I was trying to bring... That bring, was awful. Swing yeah, and a miss. It was really bad. Uh, you know what's, what's not really bad? And this might surprise you guys. Honestly, this movie. This movie. I kind of really fucking liked this movie. <laughs> Me too, I have man. never seen this flick. I I've had a good goddamn time watching years. this. Yeah, I, for years. Live for your diehard. I believe it's the okay. critics. It's good. Yeah. It was honest, pretty good. Is it? Honest to God. I uh, have been shitting on this for the last couple of episodes just because I think of what I remembered and like the little, little bit I saw of it back in the day. But I was on the phone with Mitch this morning looking up reviews for this. I'm like, it's 82% on right? Rotten Tomatoes? I was surprised yeah. to see what? that too. Yeah. That does surprise me as well. I thought they would have hated this. <laughs> <laughs> no, this got really great reviews like everywhere. I'm Which honestly really and I wanted to shit on it out of me. for being a PG-13 uh diehard. You really can't notice, man. Nope. Mm-hmm. Thinking they back did a between really good job. Between this and going back to the first one, what's the difference? He said fuck in the first movie and he pulled a piece of glass out of his foot. That's like and yeah. That's about the difference between that movie and this movie. I will say, and this is going to be super pretentious, so fuck it, whatever, I'm going to get out of the way. <laughs> I do think there is a very different feel in the tone between, like, Die Hard and this. And this leans more into that blockbuster action, so it does not feel yes. as, like, dark or heavy. So when somebody gets shot, like, they... You don't like linger on that person and like the fucking blood falling or spilling out of their holes or like them slumped over a chair or something like you would in the first one. It's they get shot and then real quickly we jump to the next scene and we don't really see or stay in it. So I would argue there is a different feel in the weight of it, but is that a bad thing? No, I don't I don't think so. I think Die Hard needed to evolve into something else after doing the same thing three times to varying degrees. And I think it's fine to shift more into this, well, if I can say it, kind of more lighthearted blockbuster feeling. It, yeah. We kind of talked about it in last year's episode, in, in the third movie, where that's kind of where John McClane became like a quasi superhero when he fucking mm. jumped off the crane onto the boat and like, nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like he takes a whole bunch of licks now in this movie, and like you said, Ryan, it's just good. Okay, whatever, brush it off. Let's keep going. Which yep. Dude, uh, is most of this movie <laughs> preposterous? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But it's still pretty fun, I would say. Yeah. 
Homeboy literally drives a car into an (laughs) elevator shaft. And a helicopter. (laughs) And a helicopter. That's what I thought you were going to say first. (laughs) Yeah, that's what And he just... He just nonchalantly jumps out of a moving car. He's like perfectly fine. And then the next scene, he's just all fucked up and he just stands up and laughs. And it's like, all right, man, let's fucking go, dude. So I ended up watching the unrated version because I own it. Um, I did not watch the PG-13 version, which absolutely adds in him saying fuck more often and motherfucker um, and and all this. And they do a little bit more blood squibs. Um, But after this, I think... I don't remember. I think there's a joke they add in about the average number of car accidents killing people every year. That's only in the unrated version, or is that in the PG-13 where he makes? The I don't joke? remember that. I don't remember right. hearing it. No. So the unrated has like I didn't... a fucking great joke afterwards that they cut out for some reason, which is um, Justin Long sees them like send off the car into the helicopter. It comes down. He's like, "Oh my god, you just killed people." He's like. Yeah, but there's like a hundred thousand people killed in cars every year. I just added four more, and he like laughs and like chuckles and like that scene of the scene. I'm like, that's kind of dark and funny. I, I like I like that. So that's cool. They cut all that, and then they just cut back to like Bruce Willis chuckling. So that's all we got. Because well, I remember, I thought it was great that he just laughs after all that. Like, so well, it's yeah, him that laughing at his own really really morbid joke. It's good. It, so, they they keep in like him just absolutely ravaging some woman in the face with his fists, <laughs> but takes that joke out. <laughs> All right, uh, if we're gonna go there, I definitely noticed this movie has some issues with women because it throws bitch yeah. around a lot, and it is not a good look with Bruce Willis beating up on uh, Maggie Q as much and as often as he does. <laughs> It is. Between that and how much joy it looks like he's getting, mm-hmm. and two, like the all of the lines that he says to homeboy terrorist dude after the fact that are like, why'd you just say that? Yeah, yeah. There was a like he's uh, there uh, the one scene where he's like beating up Maggie Q with his fist, and like Justin Long's over there hacking and has to keep hacking while he's doing this. I, and like Justin Long's like kind of distracted, rightfully so, because a grown ass man is just beating fucking a woman down. It's it's just like this weirdly non heroic hero moment that is so weirdly toned down. He literally there's a part in this scene where he just cockbacks and just punches her in the face and she goes down for the count and I was like, that was excessive. Doesn't well, he also like hold her by the then, hair and her hair pulls yeah, out and it's just out like, her hair. Yeah. like yeah. That's yeah. pretty brutal, man. I was it's expecting uh, some sort of quip because he like looks at the hair for a moment and then looks at her and then he's like, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was at that point where he's like, man, that's the line. That's the line right there. We found it, boys. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was real bad. <laughs> I like that this movie like pretty much kicks off from the get-go. It doesn't do like there's the Hollywood rule of like the 20-minute mark. I'm pretty sure this movie kicks off at the 10-minute mark. I think... It really just, uh, we kind of set it up, we see them doing the thing, we see one dude get blown up, and then Justin Long is talking to uh, Warlock, and uh, how How did they the get blown up? up, Kyle? Is it by a logical method to which they establish with really clear science and technology? 
they, they pressed the delete key and they exploded with C4. <laughs> the delete key, because hackers never press that one until they need to. How um, how did they get the C4 on all these computers? <laughs> I bet I don't know. I guess they broke in at some point beforehand. And these guys never noticed that there was C4 planted in their machines. Because uh, I'm, I'm sure it didn't affect performance at all on these high-dollar hacking systems. <laughs> Don't you think it would have been easier if they broke in to just, like, hide in the house and kill him when he came home? That, or also, like, why not just set it up to where you blow it up because you see when they get the fucking data. And you're like, all right, cool. Bada-boom. Job done. He's on his computer. And they're then like, why do we have to set it up to make waiting. him think that they're... Well, when, yeah, 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 when nothing happens and they're like, fine, we'll just do it ourselves. I was like, wasn't that an option beforehand? <laughs> what do you and, mean? And <laughs> also, do it ourselves is not also just pressing a button. It's go inside with guns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then they're like, no one, in the, no one in the apartment building even noticed, like, in all these other rooms. It's just like, oh, Dude okay. literally had a sniper oh, rifle. I did not even notice that detail, but that's true. Yeah, not a single person in this very tiny New York apartment notices this gunfight going on. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Other people have to be getting shot right now. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they do just oh, blast a door down with bullets and like, sure, those things are going fucking everywhere. You're right. That's, mm-hmm. a, yeah. that's a bad look. Mm-hmm. Bruce yeah. Willis just added six more stats to the to those <laughs> apartment shooting numbers. <laughs> he doesn't care. No, he uh, that was actually a pretty badass scene. That fight scene in the first apartment opening. Although literally every fight in this movie is all right. Two minutes in, knock the gun out of Bruce Willis's hand, or it's like not even two minutes, two seconds. It's like the first thing, like shoot it out of his hand, knock it out of his hand, because otherwise. He can shoot a sniper from a fucking block away while the sniper takes cover from handgun fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it's John goddamn McClane. And he's going to get you. Yes. He had a thermal scope. Ah, this movie, man. It was fucking gnarly. I don't care. <laughs> it was so absurd. <laughs> the fucking... Oh, my God. The Harrier jet. What is it doing flying under a collapsing bridge? Oh, okay, we're and just also straight to that absurdity. I love it. Let's go in yeah. here. Let's talk. Yeah, yeah. Dude. why not start at the oh. top? <laughs> like, how does this pilot not think to himself, "Hey, maybe I shouldn't be shooting at"? Okay, even uh, even though everybody's out of their cars, but shooting down all of this infrastructure in DC. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll blow yeah. up a public transportation highway. Sure. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like it's not going to take them. Literally fucking forever to to get that taken. I'll do care more of. damage to the city than the actual terrorists. America. Uh, yeah. Mm. It was. Did you yeah. guys? It, anytime yeah. like the 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 plane like it did a close up of it zooming by. Oh my god, the, the like CGI was so bad. Oh, you could really. And then really like it like turning around and hovering under the bridge. Oh my god, <laughs> it's not great. And also, so. it hovers like. Through the uh, the parking garage system, and like goes up like why? It's yeah. so risky. <laughs> it's so close. That's because gotta be the best cool. pilot ever. Like that's yes. incredible. And he still fucked it up and ejected, and then that's it. That's yep. it. Yeah. But John McLean survived. But it's not. 
He does, of course, somehow. And another semi. How did he survive that one? He was hiding as it got shot up, and then I, nah, I don't remember either. Did he get, the, he just the, get thrown the, from it, and then he was just like... The other key part oh, of this movie. I don't uh, remember. As long as you get down, it's bulletproof. <laughs> Everything is uh, bulletproof, but you have to just get down. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else will get shot. God damn it. When they're fucking chasing him in the helicopter... And the dude has perfect aim to hit everywhere around the car. <laughs> dude, he's going up a straight fucking hallway and he shoots every car right next to him. What are you doing? <laughs> I love this movie. I really do. Yeah, this was... Dude, this was a great blockbuster movie with, like, diehard feels so it was based on a book so does anybody know if that book was actually like a john mcclain story or did somebody just read that book contact the author and be like hey can we adapt this but put like john mcclain in the lead my memory uh, was I, no it was not related to john mcclain that they took it and no, adapted fact, it i think every That's sweet every diehard script has been uh, not originally a diehard script. They have been something else, and they are bought and rewritten with John McClane added in on almost all of them. So diehard is basically North America's Super Mario Brothers 2. Repeated over and over, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with different that's directors. A, I'm never going to think of that differently. Location. <laughs> Oh my god. This yeah, this is, movie is pretty ridiculous. It is the most world hoppiest one, which is one thing that I don't like about action movies. Uh you see it in Transformers and especially especially Transformers and like the Fast and the Furious. It's like, oh man, this giant cartel's in Japan, we gotta get there. Wipe cut, Japan. Oh no, they actually went to Egypt. Wipe cut. <laughs> and it's like they kind of do a little bit of that here. We're in Washington and then, what, New York? And West and Virginia. Baltimore uh-huh. and Virginia. Like, Yeah, but, okay, so D.C., Baltimore, Virginia, that's all within an hour of each other. Like, that's those are actually mad close. Those are like, if you're from D.C., that makes complete sense. <laughs> I guess. That's fair. So that's not that much of a stretch. That's only six hours from New York City, too. Oh. So that's a drive. Which they do a lot of driving. Actually, it's only four hours. Yeah. There is a good uh, so. a buddy cop <laughs> dynamic Welcome here. Welcome to with, the Northeast. Uh, our, new, uh, our new comic relief and Justin Long, who I got to say, uh, just fucking kills it. He's so goddamn likable. He did a great job. Pretty much all of the su- supporting cast here does a really... I enjoyed everybody's contributions to the film. Even, even I thought like Maggie Q was really great. Um, barring like the shit that was <laughs> kind of like not necessary. Like everything else was awesome. But I think, I think you're right. Like um, Long was so, Justin Long was so good in this. Yeah. So, what did you think, Michael? So if we're talking supporting characters, I agree. Justin Long was great. My biggest hangup. And this might be an unpopular opinion. I didn't like Timothy Oliphant in this, which oh. is blasphemous because I love Timothy <laughs> Oliphant. 
And like when I think of him, I think Justified, I think Santa Clarita Diet, and it's so mm-hmm. charismatic. And, mm-hmm. and this one, like, it's just every scene, he's like talking to the, the his hacking team, and it's just like, do this, do this, okay, download them. All right, very robotic. <laughs> It, it just it didn't really jive with what I was hoping to get out of Timmy at the Elephant, I guess. Near the ending, I guess, when everything was in motion, it was kind of picking up, but that was probably the biggest disappointment for me. Because I was really excited when I read, because I, I hadn't seen this movie, and I read that he was the bad guy, and I was like, oh, let's go. And it just, that kind of fell flat for me, as far as supporting characters go. Yeah. Uh, I would totally agree with that. There was no naked Rutger Hauer training uh, sequence. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Um, he I, was just, I agree. Uh, I yeah. agree with you, though. I, I kind of I thought his uh, performance was a little lackluster, kind of all over the place. There were a few times where he spoke to people very, very differently and not necessarily consistent, which I don't know if it was behind the scenes shit or they were changing things up at the last minute to hit that PG thirteen kind of dead mark or whatever so certain lines were 80 yard or whatever but um yeah i i'm i'm kind of with you there i i did not love him and especially when you compare him to the last three villains who had such personality and flair he's ah, kind of just like i don't know your default character uh in a character creator he, he's got nothing going for him he's just right. and timothy oliphant just... is very charismatic so he should yeah. have been able to do something and it He's fine. He's just fine. It just seems very phoned in from him. He doesn't seem to be really caring, which is, I guess, I get it, but you're you're both right. Timothy Oliphant can do great stuff, and here he's just not. I don't know if it is the direction and the, the writing. It could be, but uh, I'm just glad to hear that it wasn't uh, Kevin Smith. I did not know Kevin Smith was in this and that he'd worked with Bruce Willis before. That was a great surprise. Yeah. Yeah. The the meeting that then went on to create Cop Out. <laughs> and then Oof. that's when things got bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's Is that the one with Kevin Hart? Uh, uh, Tracy Morgan. Trace, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. What's the one with Kevin Hart? He was just in a cop movie. Uh, Wasn't he in a buddy cop movie? Uh-huh. He's been uh, in like, with... every movie Kevin Hart's been in is oh, a buddy cop shit. movie. Who's the Including the one where Brian Cranston's a quadriplegic. Was it Get Hard? Is that what you're thinking of with Will Ferrell? Maybe that's it, Will Ferrell. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Ride Along. He's in the Ride, ride Along. Yeah, with, with Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Okay, that's it. That's I was right. like, I, he's, done, he's he's the wannabe cop who doesn't get respect. Because that also <laughs> Ride Along has like the greatest tied in Conan O'Brien skit, where they. I think with that one, they hire an Uber and they surprise the guy and they just jump in and make the Uber guy take Conan, Ice Cube, and uh, what's his name? God damn it. Kevin. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kevin Smith, though, is uh, he's showing up here as Warlock, our yeah, ultimate yeah. hacker, living in his mom's basement. Ha ha. <laughs> Yo, that that setup in that basement was dope as fuck. Like that was a tiny ass house. That was a huge ass, sweet ass basement, man. Oh, so this was, was... two thousand seven. So everybody, of course, loved Gears of War too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were so many Gears of War references. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Microsoft paid a pretty hefty, nice uh-huh. little penny for that 
It, was, uh, it had to have. Like, in that first scene with the dude <laughs> playing it on the TV for, like, seven seconds before he gets just absolutely demolished. Exploded. Oh, shit. Speaking of, I love when they finally blow up uh, Justin Long's apartment, and it, like, blows the henchman, and he, like, hits the wall face first. That was, that was a really cool death scene. A lot of cool deaths in this movie. Yeah. Some good yeah. practical I've, stunt stuff. Yeah, right a, after that oh, scene man. where they're outside in the car that gets hung up in the fence in the dumpster that then flings the guy on it into, like, the wall. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. still impressive. Yeah, in the bridge? Yeah. Yeah, that is That was under the bridge, impressive. right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of jump. that guy, like, mm-hmm. the parkour guy, right? Yeah. That was sick. Mm-hmm. That, that fight scene was, was dope. All over the place. And he also had, in my opinion, the best death in the movie. The yeah. freaking industrial fan grind (laughs) just drops it immediately just goes my my toes curled when he dropped down and just like (laughs) like towards it and grabbed on to and grabbed the gun so smoothly i'm like the balls on this mother (laughs) you're gone (laughs) hit him with the liquid nitrogen just (sighs) things always work out for old john mcclain I don't know, dude, like, (laughs) I don't know how he does it, like, how they do it and where they just keep putting in the most ridiculous scenarios for him to somehow, like, when he drives, just suicides a a car into an elevator shaft and still, like, the next seven minutes is a fight in the car that's hanging about to drop and you're like, what the fuck is going on? fantastic stupid stupid as shit like he's being kicked and flipped out and the doors are going backwards and he's grabbing where you know there'd be glass and he'd cut his hand and fall and none of it makes any sense but it looks so fucking good yeah literally at any moment while he's hanging from the car there was ropes (laughs) right there that he could have just grabbed onto like right there and i know he knows that they're there because he tried to choke maggie with them like, in a real non physical oh, yeah, way. He did the. <laughs> yeah. It you know didn't make any sense. Physics wise, I was like, that is, no? That, that doesn't I like how she like struggled that. when she could have just like lifted her head up. <laughs> <laughs> or just like the two ropes above her, just kind of like pull just, them out. <laughs> like, yeah, done. Right? <laughs> At that point, she was choking herself. Yeah. Like, she's just like, ah, ah. She liked it. <laughs> Has another. <laughs> Oh, oh man, this yeah. uh, I'm surprised. I I really was. I I hated on this movie forever because I'd never actually seen it, and I only went off what I'd heard on the internet. And uh, I do always a good strategy. I, yeah, it is. Has done wonders for our country, but yes, uh-huh. continue on. I, I've got to say that watching this, enjoying this so much, it gives me so much hope and looking forward to like watching Crystal Skull. Yeah, you think? Why? That's yeah. an extrapolation. Uh, yeah, I do Because it's that. both like, I remember seeing that movie and like yeah. not hating it. Okay. Oh, no, I hated it. And everybody like was talking about hating it. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, maybe it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's seen this movie before and said it was good. I never heard anybody say Crystal Skull was good, so. <laughs> That's the, so... There none of us had seen work. <laughs> none of us had seen this Die Hard before, except for Ryan. Right? You hadn't seen it either, Michael. No, I hadn't seen it. Well, hell yeah, man. Oh, okay. And you came okay. away liking it as well. Yeah, like I said, like it was. 
the most ridiculous one yet, but <laughs> yes. it was it was good. I had a good time watching it. I don't regret watching it. I did like the way that he got Timothy Oliphant in the end, and that's how he also gets in the Yippie Kaye. That was <laughs> mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Although it's it's a little like drawn out and set up like how Timothy Oliphant just like watches him like where what are you doing with that hand man oh my god it's on my hand what do i do oh i shot myself like it was the diehard version of stop hitting yourself except he died so (laughs) did anybody else when he when he pulled this when he pulled the trigger and he saw where it was did anybody else like reach back to see what's there because i did i was like how bad would that be (laughs) there's a little little bit of blank space right here (laughs) <laughs> yeah, would you explode your your uh, your shoulder? Your or, shoulder um, blade? Yeah. Your shoulder blade? Yeah. Probably. And then you got to <laughs> pierce his solar plexus and then his heart, but I guess you can. And he if did. John McLean. Yeah. You know what would have been way more badass if you pulled the trigger like four more times. <laughs> that would have been the perfect, the perfect cap to how like ridiculous this movie got it sometimes. Where he's just like, bah, 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 through his own arm, shoulder. Hole. All through his own arm. <laughs> that's some serious shit. That's for, that's for Die Hard 6. I can't yeah, wait to probably. get there. Uh, I guess, I don't know. Did you guys have a favorite scene in this flick? Uh, the one um, where John McClane calls the person a jerk off. <laughs> oh, wait, that's like 10 of them. Which so thing? hold on. Um, no, uh, go, go to somebody else. I just want to get my joke out there about the jerk offs. That's a good joke. <laughs> We've already- uh, I'll be honest. I really like the, the car launching into a helicopter scene. I, I didn't expect it to be as even as ridiculous as it was. But uh, it was pretty fucking great. And the dude that just jumps out of the helicopter before the car hits and survives. (laughs) All of it. Fuck yeah, man. Which was the dude that got launched into the wall (laughs) in that one scene that Ryan brought up. That dude was like impossible to kill. Until he fell in the fan blades. (laughs) Oh, That was probably my favorite scene. The The fan blades. During the cooling tower, that fight scene. I wish it were just a little bit longer because it did mm-hmm. feel like it was over pretty quick but just watching I, on, I pulled up his name because i want to give him credit cyril raffaelli because he was just <laughs> he, he knocked it out of the park he was so good i think yeah. he's from the district was B13 movies which are some french parkour uh, action movies totally recommended uh, if you've not seen them it's a lot of shit like that but for a whole movie was he involved in quantum of solace or i'm sorry Mm. Uh, Casino Royale. Uh, no, parkour chase. one of the other ones was, yeah. Oh, was he? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, like three I of them went on to do other things pool. in Hollywood. Like there yeah. were like three main parkour people from that movie that was, then Hollywood's yeah. like, yes, please, come. Give us these. <laughs> well, good for them, man. You, you dedicate all that time, you got to show it off. And they do. Mm. Like that guy kicked ass in this movie. He was oh, jumping so around. I like what he says. Does he, Bruce Willis calls him Spider-Man or... A little spite something, right? When he's kicking around the walls yeah. and he's shooting at him. Oh my god. Uh Bruce Willis's casual, just absolute disdain for anything nerdy is absolutely <laughs> fucking hilarious. He's yeah. like, oh, what, you playing with dolls over here? Gets the gets the fucking warlock's house and he's just like, What's this poster? And like, what he dolls? makes a star 
he makes a Star Wars reference and then like doesn't know what he's talking about. He, uh, it he was makes a lot of bad jokes Star too. Wars he's guy. like, "What's up, Jenny Craig?" <laughs> like, uh, he's just he's a mean spirited ass in his old age. <laughs> Dude's kind of a dick. Bit of a dick. He does. He breaks his spawn figure's arm, just like. Although it doesn't a matter. A little bit of super glue. It gets blown up. I love that it keeps showing like all of his toys getting shot up when they're shooting the apartment. <laughs> oh, Justin yeah. Long. The only thing that didn't get shot was Cyclops. And I was like, oh, is that because they're blind firing? Just tearing mm. it up, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Shooting them all up. What about you, Shawnee? Did you have a favorite well scene? Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um Man, that really like the part that made me really laugh was like when he goes underneath the bridge and he like they turn on the like the lanes for cars and you realize that there's not a single person <laughs> in this entire planet of this movie that knows how to fucking drive. Yeah. Like everybody drives like like it's the fucking Blues Brothers scene at the end of the movie with the cop cars. Like literally if this kept going that that did happen under the bridge. <laughs> like, like at one point do not just turn on your headlights and not hit the car in front of you maybe stop oh yeah when, all the, when they turned all the lights off like i was like why yeah. did <laughs> i said we're just keep going yeah, and then everybody turns on their lights and are like just blowing their horns still like almost smoking literally everybody and i'm like what am i watching right it was now? great man people just lose oh. all comprehension when the lights go off like when they turn all the lights green in Washington, I guarantee you right now in my little city, if all of the lights turn green, we would make something work where like maybe there was like five accidents. Like <laughs> it's not that hard, but yeah, I don't no, know man. why I just nitpicked so fucking hard on that, but <laughs> like it. it stood out to me so much. And that's probably one of my favorite scenes of the movies because of how stupid that was. Yeah, fair. That's fair, me fair. with the Harrier jet. I liked it because it was so fucking dumb. <laughs> so completely implausible. <sighs> and yeah. I, I loved every second of it. Hell yeah. Oh my God. And like they all crash into each other, but literally by the end when he's trying to get out of there, there's it looks like Moses has parted the sea of cars because <laughs> nothing's in the middle of that bridge. It made no goddamn sense. Of Not course, a goddamn man. lick of sense. All that plot armor, it uh, it extends to pushing cars out of the way too. <laughs> nice. I'll uh I'll go ahead and say I think my favorite scene. Uh and I'll just say a series of scenes then, because it's somebody we've not talked about yet, and that's Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Lucy. There we go. Um, I really loved her interactions with Timothy Oliphant and the villains once she got captured, and uh, especially the back and forth with Justin Long once he shows up too, and like, oh, I'm going to need you to really dig deep and find a pair if we're going to get through the next little bit, and just how she talks <laughs> to him very bluntly, like John McClane, like a little mini John McClane, without being uh, an imitation of Bruce Willis, I thought was like a really clever, subtle way of playing the daughter. And it worked. I just wish there was more of her. But like all of that shit I loved. He literally had that awesome line early in the movie when he first meets her. He's like, wow, I, I'm really, I'm used to this attitude, but not when it has this much hair. <laughs> like, uh, yes. Oh yeah, that was yes. pretty good. The best, oh my God, the best thing about her being John McClane's daughter 
is when she like gets the henchman's gun and shoots him in the foot exactly the same way that John McClane did like half an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, she's done that. Uh, she did a badass action movie. Like what? Last year, two years ago. Uh, just What's this year. Do? Kate. Was it this year? Mm-hmm. And then last yeah, year I'd she like was in her. birds of prey, which is essentially That's Kate, right. yeah. but with a squad yeah. of them. <laughs> I'd like to see her do uh, another Die Hard, and maybe both the uh, the kids are badasses now. Yeah, we can recast Jack Courtney, but yes, then I'd be all for that. <laughs> you can recast Jack Courtney because everybody looks like him. That's the only one you can't you use go. now is Army Hammer because, you know, he's... He eats people. He's a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, about the only thing the that'll get you out of Hollywood. He is the oh! villain! He's just Army Hammer as himself. The cannibal. (laughs) That I'd watch. Hell yes. Hell yes. Well, boys, I can't think of a better thing to go out on than that. That's a a pretty good one. Um, Michael, Ryan, boys, thank you both for coming on. Again, it's a a Christmas goddamn treat and a Christmas miracle. But not a Christmas tradition. No. Still stand by that. God damn it. <laughs> Especially not this one. Like I said, it's the 4th of July. I hope the next, next one's about Easter. We'll find out. <laughs> That'd be dope. And then we gotta, I guess we gotta figure out where we go from Die Hard, boys. We could, uh, we could, ha- I always mm. assumed we'd just get into Lethal Weapon and just start from there because there's like five of those too. And then the Always Sunny episodes. For the follow-up, six, seven, and eight. <laughs> Did you see the newest Lethal Weapon one? That was so fucking good, dude. It went so Pretty meta. on point. Oh. Pretty on point. <laughs> oh, I love this new season so much. That's the mm-hmm. thing we can talk about another time, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, Facts. Well, until then, yeah. Guys. Check out uh, Michael on Twitch, twitch.tv slash I'm Kunu. Check out Ryan, please, guys, at filmftw. Uh, is it ftw.com, right? Uh, film-ftw.com. There we go. Film-ftw.com. Uh, and, you know, as always, keep checking us out, too. We appreciate it, you guys. Um, I know that we said we appreciate it, uh, <laughs> but Sean's going to tell you something else right now. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. And, you know, once you're done putting the credit card back in your pocket from going to patreon.com slash experience grind and giving us money... Once that's firmly back in your pocket, it's, you know, you put the little snap on your your, your back pant and you sit down and, you know, <laughs> snap. you're listening. You're listening. To, yeah. You remember the, when pants uh-huh. had snaps? And I remember yeah. when wallets had Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And you're listening in real time. Like, you literally just put that back in your pocket. If you didn't, I'll give you time. Anyways, <laughs> now you can listen to me say, go fuck yourself. You can't take that back. Yippee Kaye, go fuck yourself. And I'll have you guys know that Crystal Skull has a 78 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, what?